Hi, I'm Vivian. And I'm Jason. And this is Burger of the Week. Each week we discuss an episode of the Fox animated series Bob's Burgers, and we create a themed burger based on the episode. This week we're talking about Season 3, Episode 7, Possibly the episode of the worst name ever. <laughs> I mean, I kind of like it. Tinaranosaurus Rex. I think it's cute. No? Okay, fine. It was written by John Schroeder. It was directed by Wes Archer, and it aired December 2nd, 2012. And this episode guest stars Bob Odenkirk, who's best known for his role as Saul Goodman in Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. He plays Chase, the insurance adjuster. Mm-hmm. And he's as slimy as ever, and I love him. <laughs> yeah, he basically plays Saul Goodman exaggerated to the extreme. I feel like Saul Goodman's this guy, but exaggerated to the extreme. Really? Like, this guy's bad, for sure. He's bad. But Saul is worse. <laughs> yeah? At least in Breaking Bad. In Breaking Bad, agreed. But he is also being blackmailed and intimidated and coerced into doing a lot of bad stuff right Mm -hmm. so you know he's slimy in both shows yeah (laughs) and bob odenkirk plays slimy very well Mm -hmm. i'm sure he's a lovely person (laughs) yeah we love you bob yeah you're great (laughs) all right the store next door was wigs 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 and socks (laughs) which is an odd combo and Now I'm just picturing a lot of drag queens hanging around that area, because I think, you know, they could use wigs. And And everybody uses socks. Marshmallow's always hanging around Bob's. Well, she hangs around Bob's sometimes. So, in my mind, Bob's After Dark is like drag queen haven. I don't think Marshmallow wears a wig. I think that's all her. Mm, Okay, maybe. Maybe. And then there was a sign in the window said, buy one, get one free. Buy one wig, get a free sock. (laughs) Just one sock? It just said one sock. (laughs) Just one sock, not a pair? (laughs) Oh, jeez. Okay. The exterminator van was Lavermin and Shirley. Har, har, har. Yeah, not great. I've never actually... it's great. I've never watched Laverne and Shirley. I mean, it was on way before my time and doesn't seem like something that would interest me now. That's a clever wordplay. I I did get the reference, at least. Yeah. And we had a few different burgers of the day. We had open sesame burger, which is served open face on a sesame seed bun. Not very creative. I mean, it's a cute name, but the burger itself was kind of lame. Yep, much like some of ours. Yeah, okay, fine. (laughs) Wait, they also had Chipotle off the old block burger, which I'm guessing just has Chipotle on it. Probably. Yeah? Yeah. Which is good. I mean, I'm a fan of Chipotle. I hope I'm saying that right. (laughs) It's not Chipotle. No, no, I know it's not Chipotle, believe me. Chipotle? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like maybe I'm just butchering it. But regardless, moving on. We also have Don't Give Me No Chive Burger. This is my favorite burger of all time. Really? Because it's so dumb. (laughs) Don't Give Me No Chive served with no chives. So it's just a regular burger. It's just a burger. I know. It's so funny. It's like my burger last week. The shark fin one. Shark fin dupe burger. You know, and I said it was just going to be a regular burger. It's exactly like this. Yep. 
<laughs> I thought so it was great. Is, Bob's used chive a few times. Yeah. It's an easy word to make puns with, I guess. Yeah. So I hope none of your burgers today have chive in it. None of them do. You'll be proud of me. And our last burger was pickle my funny bone. So really, Bob was not very creative with the actual ingredients in his burgers, but at least the wordplay was okay. Yeah. So that's something. So I guess the burger comes with a pickle. Yeah, probably. Wow. Which all of his burgers come with pickles anyway. Okay. All right, Jason, you want to tell us what this episode is about? Tina is racked with guilt when Bob forces her to lie about an accident that occurred when he let her drive his car. But a shady insurance adjuster sees through their ploy and blackmails Bob into committing more insurance fraud. Dun, dun, dun. Jeez, this is a heavy hitter. Yeah, it is. And then our B-plot is Jean and Louise riding around in Mort's hearse and taking a l- taking advantage, advantage of him. For yeah, sure. for sure. <laughs> And that's bit, fun. It's it's fun. Yeah, we get to see the other siblings. And it doesn't feel too shoehorned in, in my opinion. It kind of works. It makes no, sense. It does work for me, definitely. And it's nice to see them still have something to do, even if it doesn't directly tie in. Mm-hmm. It still keeps Mort and Jean and Louise like funny and fresh and... It kind of takes some of the darkness out of the A-plot, I think. Because mm-hmm. um, we have a lot of... Light. Tina's really stressed out this mm-hmm. whole episode. I mean, within fairly good reason. Yeah. But she's... If it was just about her, this would be a really heavy episode. Yeah, it could be very heavy, for sure. So I think it keeps... The B-plot keeps the A-plot from getting a little too dramatic. Plus, Mort. Plus, we get to see Mort. Yeah, we haven't seen Mort for more than a few minutes here and there. So we actually give him something to do. Are you a fan of this episode? Do you like it? Yeah, I think it's great. It's got probably one of the most memorable moments of any Bob's Burgers episode. Regardless (laughs) of whether you've seen the show or not, you know the parking lot sequence. And you know Tina doing her groans and... And her everything is okay face, which is so bad. She's got three of them. And they're all horrible. Oh, terrible. <laughs> the worst. Especially, I would say, the creepy smile she gives second. The second one, yep. That's probably the worst face I've seen. Oh, yeah. I love how animation can do that, though. Completely distort somebody's face. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> just make them look terrifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what would probably be like an awkward smile in person just becomes terrifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Tina's story in this episode is very reminiscent of a moment in my own life uh when i was jason you probably already know this but anyway take us back in time yeah back in time okay to 2006 yeah all right i was 16 years old and i was learning how to drive for the first time and i was in the car with my dad and my brother my brother was taking turns also learning how to drive although he was 20 at the time there were a lot of reasons for him driving late but anyway All three of us in the car were on this, like, kind of country road-ish, and I'm doing fine. I'm like, I'm I'm, I'm good, driving okay for my first time. I am in a massive car because my parents have always insisted on having giant cars, so I am trying to drive a Lincoln town car. It's a boat. (sighs) It's such a It's as wide as it is long. Yeah. No, my parents didn't have little cars that you could just, like, maneuver easily. No, they had to have a massive town car, which had really loose steering. That was fun. Anyway, I'm turning into a church parking lot, 
but I'm starting to panic because my dad keeps kind of getting annoyed with me. And as I'm turning, I realize that the turn is way too wide and my dad starts yelling at me to to hit the brake. But instead, I panic and I hit the gas and I end up driving kind of over the church's garbage bin, which was like this big wooden thing where they put all their garbage. I drive over it, completely wreck it. And I only managed to stop once I hit the sign for the church. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, that was bad. It was, it was seriously, it was like exactly the same thing as Bob. He's just freaking out. My dad started like yelling. My brother's yelling. I'm panicking and I just hit the gas. (laughs) It was bad. And I remember my brother joking afterwards that we were definitely going to go to hell now. And I was like, rude, your damnation is not my problem. I think that should be on a t-shirt. Your damnation is not my problem. Or like, it's not my fault. Anyway, it was terrible. At the time, it wasn't funny. But now it's hilarious. Oh, now it's funny. Now I'm like, I can't believe I wrecked A church's, like, garbage bin hit their sign on my first time driving ever. In a Lincoln Town car. Anyway. So, your dad didn't bring you out to drive again, did he? No. He would- he- no. He refused to drive with me after that, and I didn't end up getting my proper license until I was in university. Um, so around, like, 21-ish. So, like, five or six years later. Yeah, when my dad finally decided he would allow me to drive again. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm hoping that Bob lets Tina drive soon-ish after. Oh, he doesn't. But just... Spoiler alert. No, but, you know, maybe off-screen. Okay, off She's screen. getting lessons. We're just not seeing it, Jason. Mm-hmm. Although it would be fun to have another episode where we do see Tina drive. Yeah. Maybe she's gotten a little better at it now. Maybe. Maybe. What would you think about a flash forward Bob's episode? I would love it. The Simpsons has done it several times and I think a lot of shows do it. Mm -hmm. I think it could be interesting for Bob's to do that. I would love it. Honestly, I'm surprised they haven't done it already. Spoiler alert for you guys watching season three. We're going to start season eight soon and they haven't done a flash forward episode. And it kind of bugs me. I would love to see the character designs. It's a trope. I know, but I, I it's, like it's a, a trope show. I love. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's just one of those things. When you're watching an episode of TV, like there are those tropes that you just can't help but love. And I really like flash forward episodes, especially for animated shows, because you get to see what the characters would look like, kind of what their lives end yeah, up looking like. Yeah, very different from live action because actors age and it's hard to bring in new actors or put convincing makeup on yeah exactly so animated shows they're so much fun i actually really love those episodes of the simpsons even though the character designs are not very different Mm -hmm. lisa still looks very much like she's eight years old but just taller hey her hair has little swirlies in the spikes oh that's true there are some swirls okay bart in a few has like a ponytail anyway um, I can't be the only one who's who's hoping that this will happen eventually, though. So take note, Bob's Burgers writers, if you are listening to this, which I doubt you are. But if you are, please write an episode like that. It would make me so happy. <laughs> They've already done a few of the other tropes, like the not really the clip show, but like the three stories. Mm-hmm. Because they have three siblings, it's really easy to do three act little mini shows. Yeah. Or like mini stories. They've done it a few times. So I'm sure they could do a flash forward at one point when they start to run out of ideas. Yep, make it happen. I want it. (laughs)
So getting back to Tina driving, as much as I can relate to that moment, it's still super painful to watch her do it, especially because I'm thinking, Bob, you could just grab the wheel. Yeah, just reach over. Like, you're right there. Just reach over. Whereas my situation, my dad couldn't do anything about the fact that I mistook the gas for the brake, right? Yeah, that was all you. That was all me. I, you know, it was terrible pressure that my dad was putting me under in that moment, but it was still me definitely messing up. (laughs) So for your own children, are you going to be the one teaching them how to drive? Oh God, I don't know. You want to do it? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you're way more chill than me, so maybe you should do it. Yeah, I'm cool with that. How did you learn how to drive? Did your mom take you out? Yeah. Yeah? Oh man. But I was naturally good at it. Oh, I see. I'm just so naturally good at that. Well, things, I mean Jason it sounds says. it sounds pretentious, <laughs> I guess. I don't know, but I just I just was. I always loved driving right from the start and I was good at it. And I didn't have any major accidents except for one, which doesn't really count. I don't count it. Is that the one that I was in? Yes. Okay, well it counts. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, it was uh it was just my mom teaching me, and that's it. Mm. And she was pretty relaxed? She was very relaxed. Wow. Most of the time. That is not how I pictured your mother. I thought that she would be, like, gripping the She might have been handles. inside. Oh, but, okay. But, like, I think she knew how important it was to remain calm on the outside. Oh. Because if you start panicking and freaking out, then the person you're trying to teach starts panicking and freaking out and then hits the gas instead of the brake. Yep. I really wish your mom could have <laughs> talked to my dad. <laughs> He was, like, nervous the entire time, which made me nervous, but I was doing okay until that moment, and he started yelling at me like Bob is yelling at Tina. That was not good. I actually forgot that it was Jimmy's car that they hit. Yeah, me too. I completely forgot that. Jimmy's the worst. He's the worst. I have to say, though, as soon as Bob starts talking to Tina and he's like, we're going to have to lie to the insurance, but it's not a big deal, you know, we're going to be fine... I'm totally Bob in this scenario. I would not have a single problem <laughs> lying about this. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that makes me kind of a bad person. <laughs> no, because you're not hurting anybody. Yeah, that's what I figure. Like, I would just say, hey, I was driving the car. Obviously not letting Tina add to this story about the cormorant and the butterfly and whatever. <laughs> I mean, like, oh, Tina, that's not how it happened. I would just make up some crap about how, I don't know, I was parked right there and then I accidentally had a neutral and I gunned forward and I hit the car. Like, that's all I would say. Mm-hmm. Right? I wouldn't make it complicated with animals and insects. That's Tina freaking out. She thinks she needs to create this big, long backstory and all these things that happen when all you need to do is the less the less you say, the better. Yes. If you're going to lie, keep if it simple. If you're going to lie, keep it simple. And as close For to the two truth reasons. as possible. <laughs> People get suspicious when they hear long stories, and also because you're going to start to lose track of all of these lies you've created. Yes. I mean, if you come up with a big, long story, then you're going to forget details. Yep. I feel like we're just advocating for everybody to lie right Don't now. Don't lie. Lying is bad. Lying is bad. Also, Unless you're not hurting I anybody. Also, I would do it. <laughs> anyway, I do love Tina's insistence on there being a backstory in this scenario. Do I have a boyfriend? Ugh. I have to have a boyfriend. Oh, my God. Okay, and, and as then soon as- <laughs> Bob, the name he gives him, Sebastian, terrible, first of all. And then saying that his hair is greasy. And Tina liking it, like, yes. Oh, no, <laughs> T- 
Tina have better taste in men? Standards, woman. Standards. (laughs) Although she does like zombies. Yes. They probably have greasy hair. But Tina, look at your life. Look at your choices. Okay. Actually, zombies probably don't have greasy hair. They probably have super dry hair. They probably don't have hair. It probably falls out. Or not hair at all. They're all bald. Shows like Walking Dead need to get that right. Because I think a lot of their zombies have hair. Mm -hmm. Continuity problems. I don't think that's realistic at all. Nope. (laughs) I like how excited Louise gets when she finds out that she can drive in Mort's hearse. Would you want to drive in a hearse? Yes. I would do it. Why not? Sure. Sounds cool. And Jean is so cute calling Coffin in the back and then being like, no, I was just tricking you. I'm too scared to ride Coffin. I really want shotgun. Jean is not very brave ever. No. So this is very consistent. Yes. For sure. And not only that, but the last time they were around a coffin was fairly traumatic. I mean, they almost burned their dad alive. Yeah, exactly. And they all thought there were zombies in the basement. Like, I, I get it. Gene is a little shy around coffins, and I don't blame him. Uh, the stores that they pass by when they're in Mort's hearse, uh, there's a few good ones. Mm-hmm. There's Nothing But Lids, Yippie Pie Yay, Jack's Slacks, and Need for Tweed Discount Suits. I'm surprised it wasn't Yippie, Yippie Pie Yay. Oh. <laughs> That'd be no, I think Yippie Pie Yay is cute, and yeah. I think someone should use it. Like, that would actually be a fairly good name. Yippee pie, yay. Yeah, it's cute, right? Nothing but lids is a little dumb. I guess it's a hat store. I'm thinking or it's like just... lids for containers, just just, just lids. the lids. You, you go know, in there, you and can... you, uh, the question they get asked all the time, and they're probably sick of hearing it. Yo, where can I buy the uh, the bottom of this? Where can I get a container that fits this lid? They just look at them silently until they leave. Get out! <laughs> Or do they tell them to put a lid on it? Oh my god, no. (laughs) Oh goodness. Yeah. To reference our other podcast, uh, Forking Bullshirt, the Good Place podcast, um, I really love Tina's idea of hell jail because it reminds me of Tahani thinking that hell is being forced to wear knockoff handbags and drink tap water. Because in Tina's vision, yes, okay, The lunch is clearly maggots, and also apparently your lies, but the part that she hates most about it is that that's what we had yesterday. She doesn't like to eat leftovers. Tina, come on, leftovers are the backbone of this nation. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't the lunch lady the regular lunch lady too? Oh, I don't know. Well, she looks like hell-ish, right? She's got the creepy tongue and the big eyes. Okay. And there's a little bit of uh, continuity here because you can see in the ice cream machine that the teeth indentations from the mechanical shark in the deepening are still there. Oh, really? Yeah. So that ice cream machine wasn't completely destroyed. It should have been. It should have been, but that's okay. We salvaged it. Yeah. Bob reused it. And we're, you know, keeping that going, just showing the teeth marks. That's fine. That's funny because I always notice the teeth marks and I forget what it was from. Mm. So... Now I remember the deepening. Mm -hmm. Three deepening. Oh, God. (laughs) So another reason that I really love this episode is because I think that the fire is such a great twist. Like, when I first watched this episode, I assumed that Tina would somehow slip up and end up 
telling uh, Chase the truth. Definitely. Or they would be found out somehow. I never, ever thought in a million years that there would be a fire, that Chase would be blackmailing them. Like, Mm -hmm. I had no idea. Yeah, the episode changed. It was so great because, you know, you're just expecting it to be kind of cookie cutter, you know, learn to not lie because whatever. But really, we just get a whole different story with Chase. And it's so much better. It is. As soon as when I watch this for the first time, when you see the fire happening and then it cuts immediately to the the bare bones of the house just completely demolished, I was like, holy crap, the house is gone. Like, yeah. Tina just burned down a house. That's huge. That's, that's not massive. That's not a tiny thing. No. And then, of course, that makes her panic even more because yep. she really honestly believes that she did that. That was her fault. That yeah. is a lot of guilt for a... 13-year-old to carry. Burning down an entire house. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah, that's massive. And then the fact that Chase doesn't even try to tell them, like, right away, that this was a sort of ploy that he was employing, like, it's just really messed up. Yeah. He's skeezy. Oh, he is. He's one skeezy guy. And it's made worse when you when they go to his office and he's waving around this dead fish. Okay, that part always makes me laugh. Because <laughs> it splashes Bob and Tina in the face. I know. And then he <laughs> throws it out the window. What are you doing? That's and it not hits what you, Mort in the head. That's not what you do with dead fish. You flush them, right? No. You give them a proper fishy funeral in your backyard if you're me. <laughs> and also a rather touching eulogy. In front of your scout group. (laughs) (laughs) This is definitely not based on any historical facts, is it? (laughs) Yes, it totally is. I did that. Okay. I was very attached to my fish, by the way. I can tell. I had no other animals. Not even hamsters? No. At that point, I didn't even have hamsters. I just had fish. And then I upgraded to hamsters. And I'm hoping to upgrade to a cat eventually. Why would you bury them into the ground where it's foreign to them? Why wouldn't you send them back to where they belong? Because I couldn't flush them down the same place where I poop, Jason. That felt so (laughs) rude. Well, you're not supposed to do it at the same time. Well, no. I'm not going to put my little (laughs) fish on like a toilet that's just been used, but it still felt wrong. Okay. Proper fishy funeral. (laughs) Anyway, they were tiny goldfish, by the way. Anywho. I'm just saying, I would prefer to be buried in water. That's, that's like burying us in the Don't make me feel ocean. guilty like 20 years later. Shush. <laughs> okay. The one thing that bugs me is that wouldn't the fire department notice like an abundance of kerosene? Oh, yeah. They would notice that there's something up with that. Like the whole house goes in flames very quickly. The only thing that I would think... Also, what is your house made out of? Are bricks burning like that? <laughs> How well do bricks burn? Maybe it's siding? And maybe siding burns faster? Maybe. I don't know. I would have to look at the construction of his home a little Check more Check out the closely. blueprints. Yeah. I think what he did was just put kerosene in the barbecue. Like a lot of it. Yeah, but wouldn't it have started to burn when Bob was there? Yeah, but you know, cartoon. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine, <laughs> Instead fine, Instead of fine. having kerosene like all in the house. Because I feel like that would be a lot more obvious. I don't know. Yeah, if you just had it against the side of your house, I feel like they would figure it out. Unless there was no thorough investigation because Tina was Yeah, very fault. true. Very true. Yeah. And he's all, oh, I'm an insurance adjuster, which is basically like saying I'm a cop when there are fires, right? Mm-hmm. That's how it works. 
<laughs> Totes. You would know. Totally. Um, and then another moment that kind of bugs me is why does he have the can of kerosene at his office? Because if he had it at his house, that would be damning evidence. Shouldn't it be weird, like, evidence that he's just got a can of They're kerosene? not investigating his workplace. <sighs> I guess. Come on, I you gotta guess. think like a police officer investigating mm-hmm. a an accidental burnage. <laughs> oh goodness. And uh and we get kind of another nice little twist in the episode when the family actually tries to get back at Chase. Um <laughs> Which is great. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. The pretend drowning, like that just kills me. Linda and Bob are totally terrible at acting, and Bob rips open his shirt, which is so dramatic. It's so, so good. And I love that Chase just calls them out on it. And cut. Yeah, End that was scene. so bad. You didn't even try to resuscitate them. <laughs> That's so <laughs> like, funny. As soon as he sees his dead kids, he turns around and slams the door. It's like, oh. I mean, I guess it turns out they can't hold their breath for very long and snorkels and i love that whole conversation yeah that's definitely one of my favorite moments um yeah and then we get tina who actually solves the problem in this episode i think that's great i love that actually that tina's the one who fixes things because Because she needs that sure she needs something right she's felt so guilty and she's even though it's her fault like yeah well yeah it is it totally is her Mm -hmm. fault that she hit the car right that was terrible. What the hell, Tina? But anyway. <laughs> Just steer away, girl. She feels so guilty. And then even with the house, even knowing that it was actually Chase, I think she still feels guilty about it. Of course, yeah. So getting her to be the hero in this scenario, actually coming up with the solution that brings Chase down and brings everything back to normal for the Belchers, I think is great writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... I love that we already foreshadowed Jean's keyboard being able to record earlier in the episode. Yeah. So I actually forgot that it was Tina because I thought, oh, well, of course, it's just going to be Jean who presses down on a key to record. Then Tina thinks of it. Very smart. Mm Mm-hmm. I like the- How do you, boo? I like the investigators with the keyboard before the the trial, pressing all the buttons. Oh, that's great. Until they get the right one. And then we end on everybody breaking plates. Which is kind of weird. A little bit. Although I really like Louise saying that she's going to smash it through the window. Watch me break two things, a plate and the window. And we just end on Bob going, no! That's great. That's fine. And then the end credits, Linda singing her diarrhea song. Okay, yeah, that's another one of my favorite moments in this episode. And Bob being attacked by the cormorant and the butterfly. It's pretty good, too. Pretty good. But actually, what I love more than Linda's song is just the little flashback to Linda and Bob going to what is obviously a nice party and Linda just announcing first thing, sorry we're late, Bob had diarrhea. Oh, Linda, come on. (laughs) Tact. Don't do that to your husband. So rude. Oh, goodness. Yeah. So overall, yay on this episode? Definitely a yay. Definitely a yay. All right. It's, it's one of my favorite episodes. Oh, good. Probably top 10. Oh, yeah. I I think I would place it around there, too. Mm-hmm. And with that, I found it very difficult to come up with burgers. Really? Yep. Okay. Well, I have two. How many do you have? One and a half. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I thought of one right before. How do you have half a burger? It's well, like when people say... 
you know, the average family has 2.5 children. Yeah. How do you have 1.5 burger? Well, I mean, it's a quarter good and a quarter bad. So it's half a burger. (laughs) Okay. Um, But going back to one of my favorite lines is early on in the episode when Tina crashes the car and Bob yells at her like, who raised you? (laughs) And she says... I don't know. <laughs> Bob just says it, it. It was me. I I raised you. Yeah, like, it's just so funny. And Bob is fairly honest, actually. Yeah, he's he doesn't lie much. Not often, but he does do it. Yeah, well, more than Tina for sure, because yeah, he's a little bit uh, more experienced than Tina is when it comes to that. I sure. Think. Yeah, and he of understands. Less nervous. Yeah, he understands when it's okay to lie. Mm-hmm. And Tina is still learning that lesson, clearly. Yes, she is. All right. So shall we get to our burgers? Sure. Our 3.5 burgers? <laughs> yes. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Yes. My first burger. Okay, I'll go with my less on, favorite wait, wait, wait. of the two. Are these good burgers? I think they're good. Okay, that's good. Okay. Last week you were like, no, my burgers suck. Okay. So this one is named after one of our favorite moments. From this episode, the everything is okra burger. <laughs> Show me your everything is okay face. Oh my god! Show me your everything is okra burger. <laughs> okay, what the heck's okra? <laughs> okra is a type of vegetable. It looks weird. I have never tried it. Um, but it kind of looks like you know when you chop a jalapeno in half and you see the inside of the jalapeno. It kind of looks like that. Hmm. Anyway, it so this particular burger would be served with sautéed okra and also grits on the side. Okay. Southern-ish, because I think okra is like a southern addition to food. Maybe not an addition. That sounds like a house thing. But (laughs) it is a common vegetable in southern food, I think. Sounds like you're saying orca. Show me your everything is orca face. No, there's no whale. That was last episode. Yeah, that was last episode. (laughs) Okay. What's yours? Uh, I have the Guilty Conscience Burger. (laughs) Because Tina has a guilty conscience the whole episode. I was trying to figure out what the food was. I was like, Guilty Conscience? What? Guilty Conscience. I know, it's corn, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's corn. It's uh, corn salsa. Ooh, that sounds good, actually. Yeah, and um, I was going to make it. Before I thought of corn, for some reason I thought of acorn. So it was going to be a guilty <laughs> acorn chance burger. And I was trying to find out how to make acorns into like something you could eat on a burger. We're not and then, squirrels. I know, right? And then I thought, wait, why don't I just get rid of the A and make it corn? <laughs> I'm making this, one of those days. Yeah, like way more complicated than it needs to be. Oh my god, okay. I really want to hear your half a burger, but I guess I should tell you my second one first. All right. This one, you're going to hate it. (laughs) You really like your burgers, but you know I'm going to hate them. I think you're going to think it's stupid, but that's fine. (laughs) It's liar, liar, eggplant on fire burger. And it would come with grilled eggplant. Oh my God, that's so bad. So bad. Liar, liar, eggplant on fire. With his pants on fire. (laughs) Yeah, but eggplant pants. 
<laughs> fine, it could be liar, liar, eggplants on fire. That's such a stretch. No, it is not. It is cl- very close. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I think even my half a burger is better than that. What? That is rude, sir. Uh-huh. Okay, tell me what your half a burger is. Who braised you? <laughs> what does it come with? It's braised beef. Oh my What does braised mean? I don't think I've ever actually had it, but it's more like pulled beef. Mm. Almost like it's really tender and juicy and it according to the internet, it breaks down tough bits of meat so it's easier to chew and softer. Okay. Yeah. There is obviously a reason I don't know this. Yes. (laughs) The vegetarian not knowing what braised beef is. Yeah. Or how it's done. Yeah. Who braised you? That's cute. Okay. I still think my liar liar eggplants on fire is best. (laughs) You're sorely mistaken. What? Come on. That's good wordplay and also very relevant to this episode. Yep. It is in two different there's ways. There's fire. Yep, and there's lying. And there's lying twice. Yep, absolutely correct. So I got you there, buddy. You don't have me arguing or disagreeing with you. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> I just so... don't think it's very good. <laughs> Be nicer. Okay, so partially I... because I hate eggplant. Okay, yeah, eggplant is gross. Disgusting. But I don't actually care. I'm not going to eat this burger. I'm just. How are you supposed to want people to make your burger if you can't get behind it 100%? Are you telling me that you could get behind Corpse Pride 100%? Yeah. (laughs) I told you I'd eat people. Ugh. Jason, (laughs) you did not tell me this. Who am I dating? Hannibal? Nuh uh. You wish. Ugh, no thanks. He's got style. Yeah, he's got style, but Class. he also eats people. I like to keep he my limbs. He has a superpower. I like to keep my limbs. Thank you. Okay, so does that mean that my burger wins this episode? No. What? Not even close. Dang. Okay, so are you going to pick your favorite of yours and we'll duke it out? Sure. Rock, paper, scissors style. Which one's your favorite of your two? I'll tell you when I win. What? I don't know. I don't, I never, I hardly ever win these things anyway, so it doesn't matter. <sighs> yeah, yeah, you don't have faith in yourself. Okay. No, no faith in my All rock, right. paper, scissors. Oh, <laughs> that almost looks like, no, that's definitely paper. Whatcha, whatcha. How is this paper? Oh, it looks like paper. <laughs> it no. looks like It was like, kind of like this. I was half deciding what I was. Oh, rude. <laughs> like, I went splitsies and then I was like, wait. You cannot do that. I know. Okay. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, oh, I friggin' won! <laughs> no, I was done. Oh, shut up! You can't pull that. I already pulled it. Oh, I'm so proud of my work this Cutsies. week. Okay, so what's the winning burger, Jason? I don't know. What do you think? Who braised you? Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I actually like, like that one better. You don't like my mission to co- or guilty conscience? Oh, I already had the it mission to corn plushed. Yes, but it doesn't roll off the tongue as well as who braised you. That's true, okay. And then Bob could also answer me. I did. That was so bad. <laughs> Shush! Okay. Okay, anyway. So, 
you have a winning burger. You won at rock, paper, scissors. I Jason, did. How it does was, it feel? It took a while. That was a tough match. It was, actually. Yeah, we was... had a few uh, a few samesies. Mm-hmm. Some false calls. Some you cheating, trying to <laughs> cheat calls anyway. I was confused. <laughs> About how to do scissors with your fingers? Yeah. Oh, hon. Okay. So that'll bring us to the end of Burger of the Week, a Multiverse Radio production. Thank you so much for listening. The best way to spread the word or show your support is by leaving us a rating and a review on iTunes and also retweeting our um, our tweets and sharing us on social media. So if you have friends that love Bob's Burgers, if you're trying to get someone to watch the show, tell them about us. Maybe they want to hang out too. Yeah. Yeah. And if you want to discuss terrifying first-time driving experiences... Then we are on Twitter at Multiverse Radio and Facebook at Multiverse Radio Podcast. And then you can always send us an email. Tell us about that first time. Did you lie to an insurance adjuster? Did you also burn down their house? Let us know. You can send us an email on our website, multiverseradio.ca. Next week, we're going to be discussing Season 3, Episode 8, The Unbearable Like Likeness of Jean girl has a crush on Jean. Mm, and it's also our 30th episode next week. What? what? Wow. Dirty 30. More than half. Should we get really drunk year. before we record? <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, bye guys. Bye. <laughs>